Blake, did you get the memo? Yeah, I, I sure did. I've got it right here, and uh, it won't be a problem again. I read the memo. I'm going to make sure you get another copy of that memo, the paper clinic memo. Brought to you by your hosts, Blake Stewart and Desiree Stewart. Coming at you from the Space Coast Podcast Studios, located in the Paper Clinic. The Paper Clinic Memo. That brings us to our third ever episode of the Paper Clinic Memo. The Memo. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We appreciate all your feedback and continuing to listen in with us. I'm Blake Stewart. I'm Desiree Stewart. And we're bringing a very exciting show to you today from the Space Coast Podcast Studios. At the Paper Clinic. And our guest today, actually, that we'll bring on later on is Jesse Hall. He's our producer and the owner of the Space Coast Podcast and a longtime friend. So watch out for a lot of bar shout-outs and some crazy stories in this segment. It'll, it won't disappoint. I can promise that. Is this the wet one or the dry one? I see you have a glass of wine there. I, I can I am, see where this is going. I am three glasses of wine in already. Okay. All right. Well, it might be a bar story. Uh, so, uh, well, so Jesse's wife, Aggie, was so nice enough to surprise me with a bottle of wine. And it is a – I'm the only one who has touched it. And, and you can see how much is left in there. <laughs> That's true. Sorry. Not sorry. It's Saturday. Aggie Hall, Hippo Roofing. Yes. If you need a tough roof, call Aggie. <laughs> exactly. But um, So but what are we going over today? Well, so last week we had a really stimulating conversation. Um, Jesse was nice to postpone his special segment and show because we had Ryan Gonzalez come visit us as an intern. Intern extraordinaire. Intern extraordinaire slash cousin. So we had a good time with Ryan, didn't we? We had a great time. It was a very busy week. I, I'm I'm still in my 20s, but it was hard showing him all the business life. And then we felt so bad at being so boring that we partied every night to give him something fun to look forward to. I and, completely disagree with that statement. Uh, I was exhausted. I, I loved having him, and he's always welcome. But So what I found about having Ryan here was that I think he sort of framed... Because in my opinion, I don't think that we did anything different. I was just starting to feel bad because, you know, when you're entertaining somebody for a week, you're always thinking about, we can't stop doing what we're doing. And technically, he was here to intern, so we just kept taking him to things that we did. We just gave him our lifestyle. That's true. But I'm always more... I'm more inclined to turn down a party or a after-hours networking event because of being tired or missing my little puppies. And uh, I, I did not because I wanted to show him a good time and that you could be a business owner and have fun at the same time if you choose and have the energy to. I the, used to. Those were not parties. Those were networking events. They were parties. No, they're networking events. They were, they were both. They were both. They, I, <laughs> listen, they were write-offs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had a great time. We had a great time, too. I, I do kind of miss him this week, uh, him being gone. It was nice having him around. Yeah. So. And he was a good mediator when we had a little couple fights, too. Did we have couple fights? Well, we, we had, had little no, spits. We had no couple He spats. was a terrible mediator. Well, because he, he took my side. I thought he was amazing. No. <laughs> no. He would be like, I don't know. Oh, he took my side. I think you're just in denial. It's okay, though. I think you just imagine that everyone always takes your side. Uh, I mean, they do. I'm always right. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. So, yeah, so Ryan's gone, but we really enjoyed having him. And we had Alan talk about And he'll be in the next ones um, to come. We're actually leaving for vacation, which is not very typical of the stewards. We're typically workaholics, but my cousin is getting married and, you know, they're just getting married in the worst place ever, and we just felt so bad we had to go show up to support them. Um, so we are going to Hawaii. Nice. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> and if any of you small business owners out there in Brevard uh, would would like to share your experiences trying to take a vacation while managing a small business, feel free to tweet us. Jesse, where can they tweet us at? You, do you have a Twitter account? Do we have a Twitter account? 
I don't, you know, I'm a millennial. I still don't understand Twitter. It's 120 characters or less. Yeah, what can I say in 120 it. characters? They doubled it. So 240. Like 240. Yeah. You know who does understand Twitter? Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> we think. We think he understands Twitter. <laughs> we think. But do you, is there a Space Coast podcast Twitter? Underscore 321 podcast underscore. Underscore 321 podcast underscore. Tweet us uh, your thoughts about business owners taking vacations or if you have any secrets because I'm terrified. <laughs> or comment on our Facebook what you do. So um, we're excited but stressed out about it all at the same time. Luckily this time around we have staff that will be able to keep the operations going. So that is helpful. Yeah, very helpful. But uh, so that, that's why we're, we're, we're kind of cramming this in so you're not waiting to hear from us for weeks on end. You'll be able to see what's going on. But uh, so, but Alan Bernstein will be back with his HR Minute. Um, I know we have it scheduled to record when he, we get back from our vacation, so he'll he's have really a lot of insight. Well, and he, we talked about Generations, and he's going to do a recap about all the shows we've done thus far. And I, and I really think he's going to have some real good little gym nuggets for everybody. And he came out of one of those, like, really conservative corporate cultures, too. Um <clears throat> And it's interesting to see, like, what the counterbalance is between a very conservative, you know, large corporate culture versus what culture is like at a smaller operation and the different issues that each has. You know what's really scary? And I just had the realization this morning. That you're married to me? (laughs) Well, I'm always shocked every morning because of that. But so further, I have a little brother who was born in the year 2000. And I think it's such a big deal that he had his last first day Time out. of high school. What? He did have his last first day of high school. But what year was he born? 2000. In the year 2000. <laughs> but, 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 so step back. That means that people who are born in the year 2000 are Driving. entering. No, no, no. Entering our workforce. Yeah, but also driving. <laughs> well, so they're now a part of our economy. These little babies, these snowflakes, like is like, that a derogatory term? Well, they're unique. That and that's that's they're, the only yeah. reason why I call them u- snowflakes is because they're they're unique and they have their own little little stuff going on. I don't mean anything derogatory. I love my brother and all his friends. I babysat. I drove them to school. I paid for ice cream for a lot of them. So obviously, I love them. I don't think anything negative, but. They're just so young. I mean, people probably thought that about me. I was 91, so. Yeah, I still think that about you. Whatever. Um, But it is interesting to see, like, the the wide variety of work ethic that you see. Because, like, I I know we were talking about millennials last time. Now I guess we're going to talk about Generation Z. But I really think millennials got a bad rap, right? Because I I think there's a lot of really hardworking millennials out there. And I, you know, I think that's a generational thing they got stuck with because every generation, you know, as they grow older, they feel like the generation coming up after them is completely worthless. You know, like the baby boomers were just like so the Gen Xers were just such a disappointment to the baby boomers. <laughs> you know, and I mean, who did we get out of Generation X? We got Elon Musk. We got Richard Branson. Is Branson a baby boomer? Baby boomer. Is he? Oh, yeah. But, but Elon Musk is a good example. Yeah, Elon Musk is a great. Hey, we example. got James Franco. Jeff I Bezos. I do love James Franco. Sorry. I said Jeff Bezos. Oh, not but James Franco. I'm always talking about James yes. Franco. <laughs> we, all, we all know how you feel about James Franco. My car is named after him. James Franco, you're welcome on our podcast anytime. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> Dave can come, but we're concerned about your drug habit. <laughs> he's a he's Doctor Franco now. We saw um. We saw a movie on Netflix the other day, the one that had uh, Frasier, Kelsey Grammer in it, and uh, what is that girl's name? Jessica, not Jessica Jones. Um, I don't know. She was on that detective show on the on UPN in the early '90s. Blonde. Um, she's in that show, The Perfect. Um, the, the one where everybody's in heaven and it turned out it was hell and Ted Danson's... The Good Place. <laughs> the Good Place. I do like that show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, are you talking about Office Uprising? No. No? 
We watch so many movies. That's like the only thing we have energy to do on our time off. No, that movie we just watched where the dad like showed up to the girl's wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Is Seth Rogen was in there and he was like, I've never smoked pot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Wait, Kelsey Grammer and Seth Rogen? Yeah, they were in a Netflix movie that just came out. It's called, oh, like, uh... It came out, I don't know. It's a Netflix original. I forgot the name of it. It was really good. Any girl who has daddy issues, which, let's let's be <laughs> honest, is, like, 90% of us, watch it. It's awesome. <laughs> <You'll be laughs> anyway. Able, which is funny, because one of... We're so close with our producer, Jesse Hall, that he's actually got a Netflix account with us. So whenever I turn it on, it's always, like, the Stewarts, the Halls, mm-hmm. Mom... People who don't exist yet. <laughs> that, that, that is what our Netflix screen does. And, and the movie is called Like Father. Like Father. Yeah, that was a good movie. I, I really liked it. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it was really funny. Uh, we enjoyed it. Kelsey Grammer's a Viper guy, too, so you know how I feel about that. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> What else we got on there? So we do have a couple of announcements that are going on with the paper clinic. So we are actually capitalizing on our open space that we are open for a seminar space after hours. We had a business use it for the first time for one of their quarterly meetings. And we sat 22, and so I'm not going to say the name of the company yet, but they're, mu- they're muscle men. Like, these are, like, Yeah, six, it was, like, the three, biggest collection of jacked dudes. Yeah. Like. Six, three, 250 pounds, all muscle. And we... Fa- <laughs> we Fit and fed 22 of them in our open space. And I think they had a really constructive meeting. But we do offer the space. We can fit 20 to 30 people in there. If we can fit that crew in there, then we can probably fit like 40 normal-sized people. Probably. And, of course, you know, all of our technology you can you can access with even a phone. You can cast right from your phone onto our nice uh, 55-inch LED LCD television. And you could run a PowerPoint presentation to your staff right off your phone if you're so inclined. And you can offer beer and wine, too. And you can We are offer... insured for that. I made sure of it. Oh, that's right. We are. We do have insurance for beer and wine. Yeah. So if you have any type of need where you want to host a class or maybe do a meeting with your employees, please keep us in mind. We do have special nonprofit rates, too, for anybody who's looking for any places for their corporate board to meet and talk about exciting things and control costs. And the paper clinic has a, the the paper clinic memo is offering a tremendous special on sponsorship right now. If you are willing to bring a keg of beer to the paper clinic on Friday afternoons, we will give you a free shout out for a month. Probably more than a month. (laughs) Let's be honest. Well, they can always bring another keg of beer. (laughs) Every time you bring a beer. Yeah, every time you bring a beer, you're going to get something good out of us because we are forever grateful. Like, that is the, like, you know, food is the way to a man's heart, but beer beer and wine is the way to the paper clinic's heart. For sure. <laughs> and we do love featuring local and small businesses. That's what we do here at the paper clinic. We are an accelerator. We're, you know, we perform a lot of functions, but if you know somebody or you yourself are interested in being a guest on our show and talking about small business and small business in Brevard and the Space Coast, contact Jesse. Or contact the paper clinic. Coast podcast at hotmail.com. That's the email, or you can always call me. My, it's my cell phone that's on the website, so you call, text, whatever you want. Uh, don't give people your cell phone. Uh, they <laughs> already now have Now everybody it. has my wife's cell phone number. I don't like that. They already have it. 867 <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> All right. Well, and we, we welcomed a brand new member actually this morning, and we had another one join last or upgrade their membership last week, and that is Dominique Culpepper. And she's with DC Prince and Alpha Omega Financial Group. And so she was just um, a regular member. Now she has a private suite. So definitely want to come and check her out. And I'll tell you the next member when we come back from this break. See you soon.
Ivy. I'm Liliana. And we are your hosts for Brincando el Charco, the program where we talked about being raised in Puerto Rico and growing up in Puerto Rico and now living here in the States and raising our kids here in the state. Tune in every week and please follow us on Facebook at Brincando el Charco Podcast. Boricua está en la luna. Attention buyers, sellers, and investors of real estate on the Space Coast. Hey there, my name is Jesse Hall, and not only am I a full-time real estate agent with Remax Elite here on the Space Coast, but I also host a fun podcast called the Space Coast Real Estate Show. Now, the Space Coast Real Estate Show is where you're going to be able to hear all the important things that affect your property, whether it's agricultural, industrial, commercial, and especially residential. We're going to talk about all those items that are important to you so that you can make the best decisions regarding your property. We're also going to bring you resources or industry experts. So whether you're looking for a pool, maybe a fence, maybe a roof, we're going to have those people talking to you directly on our show so you get the best insight possible. So you're more informed and knowledgeable. Plus, we also have fun. You're going to learn about events here on the Space Coast. We're going to be showing you what's coming, maybe down the pipeline that maybe you don't know about. So tune in, find us on Facebook, and especially subscribe to us on iTunes. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, make sure you check out Space Cowboy Justice Space Cowboy your hosts, Space Cowboy Blake Stewart Justice. and Paul Daly. We're going to be talking about interesting legal issues in the entertainment industry and everything geek. If you're into Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, comic books, we're talking about it. Coming at you from the Space Coast Podcast Studios. I was just such a good song. I think we were supposed to come back in already, but I just got stuck <laughs> listening to that song. serenading. What a singer. Oh, yeah. And we don't make any money off of this, so sometimes we can just let those songs roll. We can. So, uh, so somebody's jamming right now. Who was that? What still. song was that? Sam Cook. Sam Cook. Oh. Well, what? I'm on a uh, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy Two soundtrack. <laughs> 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 so we went out with Chains from Fleetwood Mac, came back with Bring It Home, Sam Cook. Oh, oh. is it such a good soundtrack? It is. Yeah, it's God. a great soundtrack. I love it. Guardians of the Galaxy. What are, what are they going to do without James Gunn? That I think they'll probably just still find a way to be like, okay, well, you're on probation because... Hollywood has a way. I mean, I think Bill Cosby's still free. Harvey Weinstein's still free. Like, Hollywood, um, Hollywood just gets a free pass. They just... Yeah, well, I mean, and the thing with James Gunn was those tweets were 10 years old. They were 10 years old, and it wasn't like they were... If you don't care to comment, that's okay. Well, they weren't great. They, I understand they weren't great tweets. <laughs> but, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, like... I, See, I, I'm, I'm all about not judging anybody on their tweets. How about we just start doing that? But we can't nitpick. One person gets a free pass, another person loses a show. Did you see my Facebook tirade the other night that I deleted? Oh, you deleted. Then how do I see it? I, I deleted it. I don't want anybody. If you delete it, I got <laughs> concerned that somebody was going to screenshot it and like send it to Scott Ellis or something. Oh, well, what 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 do you got to say against Scott Ellis? It's time to retire, Scott. Okay, okay, I won't go there anymore. That's for Space Cowboy Justice. <laughs> <laughs> another show, another show, another show, another time. All right, so we promised you we would introduce our new member when we came back from break. Cor- correct. So we were talking about Dominique with DC Prince, and then we also um, just signed Pi Squared. Blake, can you tell our audience about Pi Squared? Well, Pi Squared is headed up by a really talented group of guys with a lot of experience in web development, web hosting, and we're, we're really happy, those of you that have been following our show and have been following us, know that we've been looking for a web guy for a while to come in and be part of this 
this crazy thing that we're putting together here, and we finally got our web guy, and we couldn't be happier. Um, Steve Milanese is the driving force behind Pi Squared Technologies and just super talented individual. Um, <clears throat> and I'm sure we'll have him on the show in the future. So, Pi Squared, welcome to the paper clinic. And uh, I think, who's, what's the last piece of the puzzle? If you or anybody you know knows a primary line insurance carrier, or accountant. what's that? Accountant. Or a CPA. We're still looking for those two pieces. Those are the last two pieces of. Of this puzzle, we call the paper clinic. <laughs> and we certainly have good incentives to get them in and get them committed to kind of see what our dream is and participate in our great partnership that's already established. Um, now, talking about partnership, we actually have our very first. Where are you going on Tuesday? <laughs> oh, I'm twerking on Tuesday. So we have a Twerk on Tuesday event that's going to be the second Tuesday of each and every month, and we are kicking it off in September. So it'll be Tuesday, September 11th. Of course, we're going to do something to honor those who, um, you know, lost their lives in 9-11, and it was a very tragic day. And then we're also going to, you know, build on that and create our partnerships within our community with a networking group, and then we have two workshops to showcase your business and to help it grow. Um, Alan Bernstein, as you guys know from the last episode of the HR Minute, is going to be talking about learning how to put together a policy for your business. So a lot of people don't think that they need a handbook, but you probably always need a handbook or some type of guideline that you operate with. He's going to make you start thinking about that and have you leave with an outline. And then Trevor... Barone with Ideal Impact Media. Media is going to be talking about content creation for your businesses. So definitely stop by. It is a free event. There will be breakfast provided, and we look forward to seeing all of your smite, uh, smiling faces. <laughs> You're going to smite them? Smite. <laughs> smite. Do we have a special sponsor? Wrong book, wrong book. Do we have a special sponsor for that event? Not yet. Oh. Not, not. Oh. We are looking for sponsorships, so they are very low, affordable, and a great way to get your name out there in front of um, all the people who are going to be in attendance. And and if you sponsor, you're going to be featured on... Twerking Tuesday. Well, in our, and on this show, <laughs> the Paper Clinic Memo. Oh, that is right. part of the package. <laughs> I want to hear you. I want to talk about your stuff, and we're going to share you everywhere. So... Um, keep that in mind, September 11th, twerk on Tuesday. So now this is a very important segment, and Blake, I'll let you take it away. Take it away, Blake. <laughs> no, I wanted to do that. Uh, <clears throat> you remember the old Navy? Go ahead. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Some twerking music. Twerk <laughs> 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 Work on. And just so we're clear, that means to work. Oh. Like going to work. To work. On Tuesday. It's an O, not an E. Yeah, it's an O. Hey, girl. Twerk, right, twerk, right, twerk. No more twerk. Twerk and stuff. Um, that makes sense. Remember those Navy commercials work. from like the late 90s and early 2000s? <clears throat> Navy, accelerate your life. Yes. Well, now we're the paper clinic. Accelerate your business. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great commercial. That is a good commercial. Oh, Brought to you by the United that. States Navy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next. So you know that uh, we have a very special connection with our producer and Space Ghost podcast owner Jesse Hall, and this is going to be a special show where we kind of take a couple steps back and we tell you how we met Jesse. And, and how we kind of form this partnership that we have here and how amazing it is. But first off, some people may not know who you are, Jesse, or what you do. Can you kind of give us an introduction of what you're all about? You want the long version or the short version? How long is your introduction? How long, <laughs> however long, long we title? have in this segment. <laughs> right, right. Well, hello, my name is Jesse Hall. I am the producer and uh, creator of the Sp uh, Space Coast Podcast. Uh, studio and Space Coast Podcast Network. Space Coast Podcast is uh, the Space Coats. Uh, is that redundant enough? It is. It is Brevard Counties. The three two ones. We have three so many. One. We have so many aliases. So so many other uh, 
uh, ways to call and identify us here. Space what? Space what? what? Space! The final frontier. You know, I wish I had some delay. Space, 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 space. But I'll have that effect here hopefully soon. Because I am upgrading all the hardware and software. And I could probably do the delay in post. So people still may hear a delay and an effect uh, uh, by the time we uh, distribute this audio. I know you can do the delay. You did it for Space Cowboy Justice. Yes, yeah. We did a fun little echo for for people who haven't heard his uh, promotion. So we do everything in-house. We do the advertising. We do the recording. We do the uh, what we call post, which is when we take the audio uh, file after we record, and then we clean it up. We add some effects. We take some things out. We, we add some um, bells and whistles in there, and just we just make sure the audio is, is great for distribution. We don't let, like to let anything out of the studio um, that isn't absolutely 100% perfection. And we do that because we believe in integrity, and we believe in, you know, if you're going to come in here and, you know, pay – the, the fees and expect good service, then, of, of course, that's how we're going to keep you coming back because it's going to be such a good value, and value meaning not just affordable, but also, you know, you're going to come in, you're going to talk for an hour, and then you're going to leave, and then by the time you get in your car and you're on your way home, you're already getting your friends calling you saying, your show is amazing, that was the funniest segment you ever did, and you're going to get feedback right away, and people are going to be able to find you on iTunes and Google Play and, you know, a couple. Yeah, Amazon Alexa, and I just did a demo uh, that I put on Instagram and my Facebook page. Uh, which is facebook.com forward slash Space Coast Podcast. And you can also find us at instagram.com uh, forward slash Space Coast Podcast. And if you want to tweet us, you go to underscore 321 podcast underscore and you tweet us, DM us, reply to us, whatever you'd like. Just mention us. Uh, and we'd love to hear some feedback regarding all of our shows. So at this time, um, and this is real quick, and, and then I know we're kind of getting down to the bottom of the hour. So. Um, we'll go ahead and, and go to break here soon, but just to leave the audience with, uh, we're at, I believe, eight shows. You've got, wow. You, and when did you start Space Coast Podcast? So here's a little trivia you guys probably haven't thought about. What's tomorrow? The 12th. Is it the one month? 30 days since our soft opening. How about that? Isn't that incredible? Yay. Yeah, so it's super incredible. So for, for, for what we've done here, you know, the calendar might have a little whiteboard that we could all look at. You picked up um, eight shows in a month? <clears throat> yeah. Book now, folks. He's running out of time. That's right. Yeah. We, 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 we max out at about 20 shows for this studio. I could probably push to 25, but I'm probably going to need some help with producing because I also practice real estate full-time, which I really <laughs> can't do if I'm in the studio all the time. But, I, again, I love the studio. And it's our baby, and I want you know, and I, and I want this to, to always be something with uh, you know tons of uh, uh, integrity and and always with a, prof- a professional presence here. So I am willing to train some producers, but I know there's a lot of guys with audio experience. I talk to other podcasters who are still kind of on the fence, or you know, out of the garage or out of their den or flex room or even in their. Uh, Flex room, you know, yeah, whatever that flex room looks like, you know, they call it a den or a playroom or, you know, in, in the in the homes. Uh, so we we have, a, a, I know, a, a group of people who are, are out there who would love to probably, you know, get out of their home and move into a space where they're not getting hassled by their kids or their significant other or dogs their pets or you know anything else plus what i'd like to do and what i'd like to do uh as far as explaining part of my uh part of the concept here is when people ask jesse well you know this is great but why i mean what made you think of the the public what made you think of other entrepreneurs how come you're just not doing it for yourself you know what why the concept to, to actually bring it into a, a a shared space invite others to use all of your equipment and your know-how. And I says, well, you know, I'm not a selfish guy, first of all. I'm a small business guy. I have two businesses. And I consider myself a small business advocate, which means I believe in a small businessman. I believe in helping the small businessman grow. And that means anything else that could also be of uh, 
of circumstance to the small business owner as far as low uh, payroll taxes, low uh, workman comp bills. Because, I mean, these are the things that hinder growth when you're talking to other small business guys. And one of the other big expenses is marketing and getting their marketing dollars. And how do you, you know, when you grow your business, how many how many spokes do you have? We all work for our, our sphere of influence. That's one spoke. But an uneven wheel doesn't work. You can't just have one or two spokes. That's an uneven wheel. you got to have multiple spokes. And I believe that the power of podcasting and of using your voice to market yourself is genuine. And it's growing, First, of, uh, second of all. And thirdly, you, you can find us anywhere, you know, uh, as far as podcasting. So you could do direct mail. You could use your sphere. You could use Facebook ads or, or Instagram ads. You could do the social media run. You could do your chambers. You could do your newspapers and other periodicals. But I think a very important spoke could be using your voice. And that combines with media and using Ideal Impact, for instance, for your video. And then you come here and use your voice. And then... And then also what we're going to do here in the studio is do live streaming here very soon. And, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be very I'm exciting. i my Botox ready. Oh, I boy. Know. We're going to have hair and makeup people right outside the door. And oh. with that, we are at the bottom of the hour, guys. I need to take us a break. So when we come back, well, why don't you tell us? When we come back, I'm going to interview you. Oh my goodness! Ooh. Ooh. Is that is that a list of questions over there that you guys are hiding? No, I don't have a list. Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Do I look like a guy with a plan? I guess I'll sign right here. Stop! Did you even read it? No, I usually don't. How many pages is that? Like 20. You could be giving away your firstborn son in that contract. That's a pretty good point. I don't want to do that. Or that's a lease, right? You could be giving your landlord rights to have their uncle, Fat Uncle Joe come and use your coffee maker whenever they want. Uncle Joe's fine, but not Fat Uncle Joe. Yeah, not that one. Well, this is a lot of legal information. I don't really know it. Who would, who could I go for this? Well, that's exactly why we have Blake Stewart at Stewart Law. He specializes in business contracts and construction law, and he has negotiated low prices for contract reviews just for cases like this. Check him out on Facebook, Stewart Law CS. Or on the web at stewartlawcs.com. Or give me a call at 321-541-6845. You're listening to the Space Coast Podcast Network. If you'd like to be featured as a guest or sponsor or even host your own show, please email us at spacecoastpodcast.hotmail.com. That is spacecoastpodcast.hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard. Hey, make sure you check out Space Cowboy Justice Space Cowboy with your Justice. hosts, Cowboy Blake Stewart Justice. and Paul Daly. We're going to be talking about interesting legal issues in the entertainment industry and everything geek. If you're into Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, comic books, we're talking about it. Coming at you from the Space Coast Podcast Studios. Paper Clinic Memo, Blake and Desiree today, our special guest, is also our producer and best friend, and the baseball card in the bike that lets the spokes be heard. That, that, that's, that's just brilliant. That's poetic. That is poetic, Blake. Once in a while, this guy, 
I swear, he has such a heart, and, and once in a while he has this artistic, creative part that just comes out and just screams. And, and you know, I, I, I really like that. That should be, that should be, that's got to be like either a mission statement or a mantra or a slogan or something of mine. That's got to be like Space Coast Podcast, the baseball card in the wheel of your marketing. <laughs> Uh, you know, be heard. Like be heard. Be heard. That's how everybody knew I was coming over. You just That's heard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love that the way it, you know it transformed. You ever. You ever remember the the, the plastic contraption that went over your uh, baseball card? It had its own like little. It was like an amplifier. It looked like a muffler for your bike. Oh come on! What? You Did know, the plastic you know, part. That you never had one of those. The, I know one, someone in the audience audience remembers those. I just used a clothespin. No. A clothespin? Yeah. No. How did that even work? I'm going to show you. You guys will be blown Both away. Brake wire. Oh. So Jesse yes. did quickly mention that he was also in the real estate business. What he <laughs> right. didn't tell you is that aside from being part of Brevard's uh, very, very select REMAX Elite He's also oh. the only member of Remax Elite that has the title Realtor Extraordinaire. That's, <laughs> that's his actual legal title. Here, it's called the Turbo Spoke. You've the never turbo seen that before? Spoke. You've never seen that before. No, I've, I've never, never seen, seen that. that before. Yeah, so it turns your baseball card, it makes it like that much louder. Like oh my god. It goes from like, like a little but that 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 to a Kawasaki. Why did you so have one of those? Why is it being sold by Speedway? I you mean, know, you know what Speedway sells? I mean, I'm sh- I know used in surplus NASCAR parts. Oh, very cool. <laughs> I have a um, I have a NASCAR. I almost said Winston Cup, but it hasn't. They they haven't allowed Winston to sponsor sporting events in like thirty years. But I guess yep. it'd be. But that's what they look like, all packaged up and everything. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Isn't that cool? So, growing up, we had those, wow. which turned our bikes into, like, little hot rods. I mean, you still have to pedal as fast as you can, but, boy, we sounded bad coming down the street. It was fun. I like how the writing on the box is in Hebrew. Is it? <laughs> that, that's, that's one example of the box. Yeah. Oh, here, here's one it looks like in, uh, uh, what is that, Finnish in, or Swedish? In American? And, yeah. Here in America, we prefer American. Here you customize it with your own decals. There's another version of one. So I think that when we talk about Jesse, I think we have to start with Aggie. You met Aggie first. Yeah. We finished off the last segment of what Jesse does, what he's all about. But it really is kind of very interesting how we even came to meet Jesse. It wasn't just... You just grew right. up with each other. Nope, nope. No. And in fact, our our very uh, uh, it's 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 been it's been a great relationship, but and it's 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 still like so short lived. Like we totally miss each other's uh, weddings, and but we feel like we've known each other forever. So. Most people missed our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> my brother missed my wedding. I went to three of his. Wait. Well, he married the same woman, and he just had three different. Oh, okay. Ceremonies. Three different ceremonies. That's fascinating. Yeah, I had a, I had a sister. Well, I, no, I had two sisters and a brother missed my wedding too, so don't feel so bad. <laughs> like his, like I, she's got a big, um, she's got a big Hmong H H M O N G Hmong family, mm. and I think what they did was they they had three ceremonies so that they could make sure that every family member was able to witness. And then he missed. And then he missed my wedding. He he skyped in. <laughs> he he skyped in. in and dressed up nice. He like put a tuxedo on in his living room and was like, "Hey." <laughs> so I appreciated the effort. Did he, did he try to give you uh, a, a toast in, in via Skype? Oh, my brother doesn't drink alcohol because that, that would be that would be a, a first. That was the first time I ever saw him, too, I might add. Was no through way. Skype on our wedding day. Really? That's yeah. I never saw a picture of him. I didn't know what he looked like. That's so crazy. Hello, new brother-in-law. Yeah. I'm your new sister. Hi. And now he lives here on the Space Coast. He does. Everybody's coming to the Space Coast. It's a place to be. So we finished off the segment talking about Jesse. Mm-hmm. And so how we met, I didn't actually meet Jesse first. I met your wife, didn't I? Yes, yes. And and my wife says, you have to meet this couple. 
And I gotta let Blake chime into this story. <laughs> well, so it was it was funny. So right. it was Bonnie McGee who used to be a party planner around right. here, and she invited me to this oh, yeah. this Bonnie. networking group, and I sat down Plus to none home. other than the Aggie K Hall. The Aggie K. And and we hit it off, and we had so we sat next to each other for lunch, and we liked each other. And we're like, hey, let's let's do a one on one and mm. get to know each other more. And then let's get the boys together. No, no, no. We we met in our broom closet office. Oh, that's right. So what? Aggie came to my broom closet office, and we talked all things businesswoman. Mm-hmm. So we talked about our prospective businesses, and we were both power. Li- well, she's a bikini model, and she's actually competing in a couple weeks. So mm-hmm. that's super exciting for her. And I was really into weightlifting at that time. I will get back to it, I promise. But, but, you know, so we were sharing, you know, diet stories and weightlifting stories and gym stories. And and then we had husbands and we're like, oh, man, they sound too alike. We have all the same complaints and brags about (laughs) our husbands. The uh, same complaints. Oh, man. Yeah. And and, and so we were like, well, let's do a double date. Let's, Let's introduce them, see how that goes. And we actually met at open mics for the first time. Great place here on the Space Coast. We do love open mics. They've got craft beer and craftier coffee. Craft, yeah, craftier coffee, exactly. They, they roast their own in-house, and, and they sell it by the pound, uh, whole or ground, and they do they do a great job. I, actually, they used to be a, a really good, um, you know, they were floor discount music, mm-hmm. and, uh, yep. and I use them a lot in my uh, music business, um, my DJ MC business. Bought a lot of equipment, spent lo- lots of dollars there with Mike, the owner. And uh, and then they started with, oh, let's get some coffee. Oh, now we're going to get some beer and wine. And by the way, we're going to have comedy night and jazz night and this and that. And, you know, and less and less uh, of the... Uh, you can still get music lessons there, can't you? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, they have two rooms. Yeah, I still have a couple of rooms. Yeah, um, you can get piano lessons there. But I know... I know that they their inventory as far as retail just kept on diminishing. Well, and now he's cleaning out his backpack, uh, you know, uh, closets and the the very back of of the recesses in in that store. And he he messaged me first. He's like, Jess, you want this? Jess, you want this? I've been scooping up all this stuff for a good value. Oh, what wink, are wink. you scooping up? Wink, wink. So, so my mm, go ahead. He just, He's got a keytar in that store somewhere, and I want it. I'm, I can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> I'm teasing. But, but, no, I got this. Uh, Mike, uh, we're coming for your keytar. I got this uh, Gibraltar uh, <coughs> turntable and, and mixer Ooh. coffin. Yeah, it normally retails for, for a pretty penny, but he he, let, he unloaded it with me uh, for, for good value. I won't disclose, but. Uh, he's been getting rid of like all kinds of stuff, like over the years, just finding all kinds of stuff, and uh, and you know he'll he'll he slowly releases it, just you know after he has to, I'm sure have that that talk, and you know any, anytime you part with something of value, oh it's tough, you you really have to have that conversation, that in, that internal conversation. Well, with this, I could justify it because I'm going to invest in you know now he has a cafe and stuff, so I'm sure he's letting you know uh, kind of relinquishing his. His uh, private stock there uh, for much needed items for for the restaurant and the jazz club and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I miss I miss shopping there. I, I, I did a lot of I did a lot of transactions there. It's funny because Blake actually woke up this morning. He's like, "We gotta go to open mics." Today. Yeah, I did. I did. I like, I'm not even lying. Like, he was just like, "We gotta go." I'm feeling a bit artsy. I want to meet some. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. What did I say? I said I, I felt uh, artsy and intellectual. Yeah, Ooh. and that's. That's where you want to hang out. When you're in that mood, mics. Open mics. So, so I, I suppose we could go together, put on some... Uh, Black turtlenecks? F- f- fedoras and, and turtlenecks. And, <laughs> and Oh, no. Or some bow ties and suspenders. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> but th- that's where... So, and it was funny. So that was the first time that you guys actually saw each other and right. hung out with each other. Yes. It was at the jazz jam, but he does. It, yeah, he does an open, uh, uh, an, an open mic. Yeah. Essentially, right. Which yeah. I thought was great. They had a great jam session going, but you're apparently a trumpet snob. <laughs> so don't get in there because I, I, I may come off as, as uh, hateful. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah, so there's uh, there, there's some people that maybe were 
that were clashing with the rest of the band, you know, because when you do an open, and and I've and I've been a musician, and it's really hard when you do oh, have it's those tough. jamming is tough. Yeah, because you have a different personality, and there's always that person who who just it's they think it's their their concert. Like, okay, it's my turn on stage. It's gonna be my vocals, my song, my tempo, my pitch, my this, and everybody's got to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you all in A minor now. Like, whoa, whoa hey, like what? We were just, Who are you? We were we we we've, <laughs> we've been playing in G all night. What are you talking about? Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, maybe mo- Stewie. <laughs> and, and most musicians are pretty flexible, but you know, when you go from one cover to another cover, another cover, and you're not letting anybody else, like you know, kind of you know past the mic essentially you know and, and, and the audience can tell the audience is like who is this like I don't know we had a rock star in our midst you know but you know they diva. come on yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of divas and they and they come up there and they just take over and and so it was at this point when they you know when I go to a place and I want to meet somebody I don't want to yell at somebody and it came to the point where me and Blake were, were hitting it off and everything else, and I just got so frustrated. I'm like, I can't take this. These people, the volume was just way too loud for the space that night, and I think it was because of those particular uh, uh, musicians who just kept on cranking up their volume to bleed everybody else out. And it's like, ow, why am I, why am I struggling to talk? Why am I? Why, he did. Why he crossed the line to hateful. Oh, right there. That was oh, it. There was man. a line. That was, was it. I was so polite from till then. But well, luckily you had me and Aggie, so we problem solved because right. we saw that both of you guys were getting like grumpy. Like you enjoyed the music, but then you're like, I can't hear this guy. Like, oh my god. Well, it's really hard. Go. Like, let, let's go out to a place and listen to music and introduce you. To get you. to know each other. <laughs> like, well, and, so, and so finally, I was just like, I'm out of here. You. I will talk to you in the morn at the beach. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's a woman mistake. We're like, oh, they love that there. We, lo- we love because we, we loved it separately as right. dates, but that's because we already know everything we well, have to if, know about our husbands. If you want to go somewhere, ignore your date like a movie or <laughs> <laughs> an open mic night. Right. You is know, that what you're trying to say like, late this morning? Like, I don't have to talk to this woman for at least an hour. This is going to be awesome. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> So the next day we, we did meet you guys at the beach, mm-hmm. and you guys, like, beach it like none other and we have actually had to adopt your beach style oh i can't beach. that's so funny it's such high standards it's, it's such, such so much work <laughs> i can't i can't beach without a tent anymore like no. once i got used so, to your tent there was no going back no, you, who, you have to have a canopy yeah. for those who don't know jesse beaches it with a full canopy and then he has to have Bluetooth his speakers. banners with his business, <laughs> my, my banners, yes. and then he's got Bluetooth speakers, <laughs> yes, and then he's Bluetooth got a speakers. big Yeti yes. full of ice and, and cold goodies. drinks, goodies, all kinds and of adult goodies. And yes. then he has his own chairs. Right. So, like, it's not it's not just beaching it; it's a it's a camp. It's a production, <laughs> and, we, and, and I bring the puppy. Yeah. The, the puppy is you usually there. live under Jesse's beach establishment <laughs> that he builds. Like, that, that, like if you were in, like, South America or Africa, <laughs> that would be a home that Jesse just builds every time he goes to the beach. Every time. Oh, those are the days. Oh, guys, that's, I'm so nostalgic. But, but did we hit it off or not? It, you know, did. and that's all it took was just some, like, quiet time. Like, can we... You, know, just you guys disappeared. What are you talking about? See, right. I'm going to keep the truth here. You guys disappeared to lose blues oh, for an right. hour. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, look. It's a break. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Network. If you'd like to be featured as a guest or sponsor or even host your own show, please email us at spacecoastpodcast.hotmail.com. That is spacecoastpodcast.hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard. Hey, make sure you check out Space Cowboy Justice Space Cowboy with your Justice. hosts, Cowboy Blake Stewart Justice. and Paul Daly. We're going to be talking about interesting legal issues in the entertainment industry and everything geek. If you're into Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, comic books, we're talking about it. Coming at you from the Space Coast Podcast Studios. Hola, I'm Bibi. 
I'm Liliana. And we are your hosts for Brincando el Charco, the program where we talked about being raised in Puerto Rico and growing up in Puerto Rico and now living here in the States and raising our kids here in the state. Tune in every week and please follow us on Facebook at Brincando el Charco Podcast. Boricua está en la luna. I always get so you always play such mellow music when we come back from the break. We're all fired up. Yes, we are fired up. And now it's like a lullaby in my ear. Puff puff pass. Puff puff pass. The pen at the paper clinic. So like that '70s show, uh, like I, I kind of like take it back. Like if we were yes. like that '70s show in the basement, like you know, d- listening to like melancholy like '60s music, be like, yeah, man, life is hard. Some beatnik stuff. Dude. I'm just Some about to get into the best stuff. economy of a lifetime, <clears throat> but I'm gonna screw it up. <laughs> Sorry, Gen Xers, that was not toward you, but it happened. Oh no. Anyways, <laughs> we're millennials. So- we're exennials, remember? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not We're referring to us anymore. <laughs> so we left off the last segment talking about how loose blue, or so how open mics was a little bit too loud for the boys. Right. And then we decided to go and beach it. And Jesse has a very elaborate way of beaching it. And that's right. how we now do it. So if you catch us. We're usually at Canova. Look for the Remax Elite sign. Yeah. <laughs> Look for the Remax Elite sign. We all have Nautica beach chairs. Yeah. That, that, that's what we gifted <laughs> the halls. Yeah, we all have, <laughs> it was all have matching chairs. <laughs> it, was, it was a great Christmas. <laughs> but so and then and then the boys disappeared on their first beach visit to right. Loose Blues, and I was ragging on them over the break, but they were gone for an hour. That was oh, when the homeless guys hit us up for the free ice. <laughs> I'm like, no, Bernie Sanders ice, I see. <laughs> yeah. So we, well, we had to go get the girls' food. The we, girls sent us on a mission. We got hangry. You guys were hangry, and they sent us on a mission. They wanted what? Fries or oysters? Oysters, oysters Rockefeller. Oysters. From Lose Blues. But yeah, <laughs> Lose Blues oysters <laughs> in, in 104 degree heat on the beach. <laughs> yum, yum. Hey, they were amazing. I don't care what you guys say. Well, as long as they weren't raw. You know, had they come from a raw bar over ice and then, you know, to the sand, it may have been a little bit. But they were already be cooked. So these were, the, these were the bacon and spinach and cheese covered. Rockefeller. You're so my, rich. You're kind of you got to be a Rockefeller to enjoy them. You're kind of my go-to, like, eats and arts restaurant person for the Space Coast. Where do well, you go for a raw bar? I'm so picky. they got to be Prince Edward Island or nothing. Prince Edward Island. PEI, yeah. If it's not PEI on the menu, I don't, I don't eat, I don't eat the, the oysters. Really? Yeah. Same thing for for some mussels too. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I am a snob, and I refuse to eat anything out of the, the Gulf of Mexico. They're so expensive. Since 2010. Oh well. <laughs> BP. I don't, I don't, I don't blame. You. <laughs> <laughs> and even even some Pacific food, I'm, very, I'm getting very uh, questionable about. As didn't far as John Pacific Morgan, Ocean? Didn't John Morgan food. fix all the fish in the Gulf? Yeah, he says he did. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, after after uh, ninety days of oil uh, leaking into the, uh, the Gulf of Mexico, yeah, it was ninety days oh, before they God. capped it off. Many many barrels of oil, and then of course to, to combat it, they put this stuff which is outlawed in, in Europe called core exit, which this this diffuses and dissolves the the crude, and what it does is it, it makes it coagulate and become like clumps, and then sink. So it's still on the bottom of the floor. But they had to add this this horrible toxin on the surface to make sure that it disappeared. And but you're still tar balls are still rolling up on on you know our Gulf Shore beaches and it's uh, from Louisiana all the way around. And, and and again, I hope I'm not bashing too much of our seafood industry there on the on the Panhandle. But I'm just for me, it doesn't work. For me, I'm skeptical with crawfish and, and shrimp from you know because we had uh, a great um, Apalachicola oysters were known. 
Like they were just no. Now, you know, so so I, I like I like cold water seafood anyway. It tends to be sweeter, like South African lobster versus the spiny QS lobster. Dude, how uh, did that go on for ninety days? Mm-hmm. How could they not cap that for ninety? Because days? it was a mile down. Oh. It was on the seafloor, a mile from the surface. They had submersibles trying to do some things, but they they had no contingency. They had no contingency plan. That makes my inner hippie really sad. Mm. I do have an inner hippie. That's that's for another show. Yeah. But and 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 I know this isn't paper clinic material, but you know we're also seeing some some difficult things here uh, with with oh, algae yeah. blooms. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that's and, and we're having a, a governor's race for you know to, to put a timestamp on this episode. Uh, it is August, and we do have a, a primary gu- gubernat- election. We have gubernatorial. 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 That's funny. That's a difficult word. That, that is one. So that that's a governor's race, and that's a big hot topic with, within all the campaigning and, and and so forth. So there's a lot of things on on all all these campaigning politicians' uh, palette right now, which is uh, which includes a lot of the Lake Okeechobee discharges, and, uh, yep. and it's, it's big sugar. <coughs> it's decimating. Well, there's a lot of people to blame. You know, there's uh, Mosaic, who are phosphorus miners, who have been polluting our aquifers for a long time with with that kind of strip mining, which is really really bad. That was my iPhone. <laughs> Good thing you have credit <laughs> that you need to go use. <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's a lot of things and uh, educate yourselves. You got to educate yourselves. Got to got to know. You know, here in Florida, it's 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 tough. It's it's uh, you know there's there's a lot on the plate, and you got to make the right choices. And, and a lot of people, I think they. This is not a platform. I, get, I feel like I get on a lot of these like soapbox platforms when it comes to the elections, but because a lot of people, I think, don't well, they have to pay attention. What I don't get yeah. is I don't I don't follow politics, but as soon as somebody does bad in politics, they're the first ones to be like, "Oh, I already I always knew that about him." Like, really? Like the, the person who says stop posting politics or stop I don't want to talk politics or or you know, and I'm just but they're the first ones to to, to have an opinion. It's like but, you, they, you you can't have an opinion. They think that it doesn't affect them. Exactly. But then they're the ones who want to go, you know, surfing or, you know. I know. Fishing. Or, or kayaking in the river. And they're like, oh, politics don't affect me. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's the politicians who are affecting what happens with the lagoon. So you are so invested into this. And you right. don't even know it. And you're not educating yourself on how to vote. And your vote's not being heard. Exactly. Are we paying like a penny extra in sales tax to fix the lagoon? <laughs> half cent sales half tax cent? that we, we passed. I thought it. we did that twice, though. We did a half cent. It was 6.5%. Well, that was for education. Oh. There was one for education, then we just passed one for the lagoon. So now we're at 7% here in the uh, Brevard County. So are we at least teaching these kids how to fix the <laughs> lagoon? Is that what's going on? I think it is in the curriculum now. Gosh. Yeah. And, and it has been. I, my brother took a class on that. He actually had yeah. to go get knees deep in the lagoon and look at it. That's true. But there's, but there's a lot of things. And I, know, I, I wish more of our residents... And I'm, I do my part on my Space Coast Real Estate show uh, with, with trying to help people understand. And, I'll, and I bring on uh, some people who actually do have a little bit of power, Brevard Commissioners uh, for the county. Uh, we're going to have some judges here uh, booked uh, very, very soon. And I do try to get the people who are – that have a little bit of a capacity because a lot of it's at the state level when it comes to our lagoon. A lot of it's at the state level. Your show is great. Oh, thank I you. really enjoy your show. And I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, we had a guest. I I love that you bring local politicians on, and you don't discriminate. You'll let anybody, you know, come on and talk about their politics, and you'll interview them. We we are a fair, equal, balanced uh, program. I was really disappointed to see that you lost a guest last week because he didn't understand that just because the name of the show is Space Coast Real Estate doesn't mean that we're talking about, like, you know, the millage rate. Well, you know. he, he may he may or may have not um, found a place for himself, you know, to have a voice because he is running for a very unique position that covers uh, not only Brevard County, but another county adjacent to us. So he felt that maybe his opinion wasn't too relevant because he's based out of another county. But it just so happens his position that he's running for consumes two counties. So covers both. Does it, yeah. does it cover Seminole as well? <clears throat> is, it, is it part of a... A circuit, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps, uh, but you know, there's, Anyhow. there's only there's. Uh, but anyway, we do have plenty of other people who are more than inclined. 
more than uh, looking to, to get on here, and uh, I have a couple mayors that are also excited to come on the show. And, and, and Is it Mayor Meehan? Well, she's one of them. Oh, she's my favorite. She's, you know how I feel about Mayor great. Meehan. What about Parrish? Oh, Henry's great. Henry's great, but he, he's... I knew I Henry. Come in here. He's, he's running for state representative right now. Well, even better. I know. I know. It's, it's, he, he, needs to, he needs to come uh, down here. He, uh, he's like third or fourth generation Brevardian. I mean, he's... He worked with my dad, here. so I grew up like, oh, yeah, that Henry Oh, that's Parrish, right. Yeah, he's a really good old guy. Like, yeah. you got to get to know him. And yeah. Now, you know, he, he, yeah. he's good people. Uh, West Melbourne mayor also seems very interested. How? How, I know. He's such a good guy. So, um, anyway, we're going to have all kinds of things, you know, because I don't, I don't charge the politicians and I don't donate to the politicians. How they, Rose always takes pictures they, of Desiree. That bothers me. They come on. <laughs> I think everybody, well, let's not, not for nothing. I'm a young the, minority the, woman. The, the, the Desiree is, is uh, very you know, a, a soon to be mayor as well, you know, so you want to be seen with Desiree. Are we announcing that on this show? That's right. You heard it here first, no. folks. Desiree's running for mayor. Not for mayor. Of the world. I, I, I <laughs> maybe, maybe in 20 years or whatever, you know. <laughs> in the 2020s, I, I think. 2020s? That the, You're going to make a run? I think. Yeah, well, this is breaking news. 2020s. I think that I could probably take a. I, I, I have my, my eyes set on county, though. I don't want to be like. Ugh, yeah. But, yeah. If, if, if I ran it, it would be county as well. Yeah. Just because. Just I mean, I want, I want to participate. But I'd, I'd want to make a difference. A city or a town. I mean, you know, I mean. They talk about exciting stuff on the county. You know, you're, you're, I love it. I don't want to manage a couple parks, you know, and a couple beaches. Like, you know, I, I, want, I want to, again, have. And I'm not power hungry. I just I just think, you know, with, with what I know and the people I, I know and, and, and having uh, earned, you know, the businesses and the network that I've earned, uh, I, I really think I could put it all together That's and true. actually make some some good progress and some momentum. I agree with that. Was that Jesse Hall twenty twenty two and then Desiree Stewart twenty twenty six? If if anything happens, it's not going to be till <laughs> at least the tw- the twenty thirties. Every mayor needs a vice mayor. That is true. And if the vice mayor of Melbourne is listening, Yvonne, I really like you a lot. Sorry. <laughs> we love Yvonne. Yvonne, I, I, re- I really great, do yeah. like her. So. But, you know, even city council. I mean, I'm not above anything, but I really think that, that if, if I'm going to do any kind of good, it's going to be at the county level minimum. And if I can't be uh, a regional, you know, uh, district rep or something like that, again, I don't have political science background. I don't have even law background. But I think you just you need some people who have actually been in the trenches sometimes, who have been a taxpayer their whole life, to actually get that chance to serve their community and – and come from a place that isn't, you know, from from you know top down, but more like you know bottom up, you know, just working their way all the way up. So you know why we we supported Matt Susan so much in his campaign. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. He was my teacher. Is that right? He he was my tenth grade history teacher. So I was in the trenches. I got to see him hands on, and he, he was the exact reason why when we started our own business, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna join the chamber. I might get involved because that's what Mr. Susan told me to do. And I did it. And, you know, I, I can't complain. It was really good advice. And, you know, and his term is four years. I don't think you have to plug him right now. He's safe. Well, <laughs> well, you know, when you have a good teacher, it's really hard to pay enough respects to them. See, Blake's- I still remember when he came to talk to the HBCA and he just came in and he was like, hey, what's up, guys? Matt Susan, no common core, you know, let's get these kids back into the trades. Matt Susan. I was just like, <laughs> that was efficient. Yeah, Blake, right? Blake and Matt look uh, very eerily alike, and it was really awkward when they first met each other. When I'm in good shape, we look similar. <laughs> hey, mirror image of me, nice to meet you. They're both very tall, handsome men. Like, would, you, would, you say, would, you, would you say you guys are each other's gopplegangers or... How do you pronounce that? Well, I wouldn't say doppelganger. Doppelganger. Blake looks like he could be Matt's younger brother. But what yeah, he, I, I well, can see his that. daughter nicknamed me Matt's younger brother. <laughs> That's really funny. And then, and then when I met him, he like Desiree introduced me at Alan Frischer's house actually, because um, Alan was Alan was actually our first business friend. But um, he looked at me up and down, looked at Desiree, looked at me again, and said, "You're welcome." 
<laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we should have Matt Susan on here. All right. So, well, we'll catch you guys on our next show. So, this was the Paper Clinic Podcast. Thank you, Jesse, for being our, our guest today. Thank you for allowing me to come on the, the Paper Clinic Memo. We appreciate it. I think our audience learned a lot. Well, let's be honest. He's kind of always on the Paper Clinic Memo. But this is his day. But we loved featuring him as our favorite guest. <laughs> this is Desiree Stewart. And Blake Stewart. Paper Clinic Memo. Catch you next week. I and I Productions. Blue sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long.